Can't nobody do it like Jesus. Can't nobody fix it like Jesus. Can't nobody heal it like Jesus. Mm -hmm. Oh, <laughs> can't nobody do it like Jesus. Oh, in the name of Jesus. Oh, in Come on, lift your hands, church. Let the Holy Ghost talk in this house. Can't nobody do it like Jesus can do it. Can't nobody do it like Jesus. Can't nobody fix it like Jesus. Can't nobody heal it like Jesus. Oh, he brought me out of darkness. Where'd he find you at? He brought me out of darkness into his marvelous light. Woo! Fill me with the Holy Ghost. Glory to God. Glory. Jesus. Come on, church. What you need is here. What you need is in here. Glory. Glory. You know what? I know the song ain't being sung right now, but I still feel that dancing in my feet. I still got some dancing. Woo! It's something that'll get you moving even when the music stops. It's something that'll get you moving. Kalamosataya. Jesus. Woo! Humble Masayalabahakai. Jesus, Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Ma, 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 ma. Ilabadaya da bosataka. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I gotta preach a while. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Just a short while. But while you're headed back to your seat, won't you tell somebody, can't nobody do it like Jesus? Can't nobody heal it like Jesus? Oh, can't nobody fix it like Jesus? <laughs> oh. I'm just kidding. I can't sing. Can't nobody. Can't nobody. 
Can't nobody do me like Jesus. Can't nobody do it like Jesus. Can't nobody fix it like Jesus. Woo! <laughs> oh. <Shh>. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'll let those that can sing, sing. But I'm going to tell you, the Holy Ghost will put a song in you. The Bible said he gave me a, or the song said he gave me a song that the angels cannot sing. Let me tell you, the Holy Ghost, get the moving on you, you'll start singing something. You're like, where'd that come from? Because the Lord doesn't give you a song that the angels cannot sing. Glory, hallelujah. Mm, 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 mm. I'm going to preach just a short minute now. Come on. Acts 14 and 19. I want to say thank you for everybody being here and worshiping in this house today. Friday night was tremendous. Two people filled the Holy Ghost. Got at least one going to be baptized today in Jesus' name. If you hadn't been baptized in Jesus' name, today's the day. Praise God. Sister Lindsay, it's great to have you all this weekend with us. We love Sister Lindsay's so much appreciate her so much and just wonderful having our kids all the way from savannah with us brother jordan sister nicole we love you appreciate you sister whitney we love you glad you're here with us today and all of you all of our visitors let's give our visitors a hand today we're thankful for you acts 14 and 19 and 20 This is going to get you, it's going to help you today. And there came thither certain Jews from Antioch and Iconium who persuaded the people and having stoned Paul, drew him out of the city, supposing he had been dead. How be it? As the disciples stood around about him, he rose up and came into the city. And the next day, that next day is important. When you get knocked down, when you get the life knocked out of you, I tell you that next day is important. What you decide to do. He departed with Barnabas to Derby. And I want to preach for just a few moments on this thought. For all those that are going through it right now, for all of you that have struggles you hadn't even told anybody about. For all of you that feel like you've just been kicked several times while you're down. In case you're wondering, I'm still here. <laughs> we got him good that time. Well, you know what? In case you're wondering, I'm still here. Woo! <laughs> Come on, lift your hands and let's pray for a moment. Woo, we thank you now, Jesus, for the power to endure. We thank you now for the power to stay and stand still and, and occupy. Lord, we thank you. 
Oh, we thank you, God, for being a friend that sticketh closer than a brother. And we thank you for bringing us through all things in Jesus' name. And everyone said amen. For your seated, tell your neighbor, I'm still here. Uh, if you've been wondering how I was going to do, I'm still here. If you've been wondering if I was going to make it, I'm still here. Paul, persecuting the church, but chosen of God to be a preacher of righteousness. Paul has great revelation, great anointing, great wisdom. And one day, they grab him and they stone him and leave him for dead. How be it? I like that word. I combine it with this. How be it possible? How be it possible that uh, I'm still living it with all I've gone through? Anybody going through something right now? You got to raise your hand. How be it, is it still possible that I'm still loving it? That I'm still preaching it? Well, if it had not been for the Lord who was on your side, you might not be. How be it possible that I have not quit, thrown in the towel, walked away, gotten mean, gotten bitter? How is it possible that I'm not dead? Because the one you serve is the resurrection and the life. <laughs> mm. The reason that you're not dead, and the reason that you hadn't give up, and the reason that you're still going, the reason that you're back, is because the one you serve is a restorer. He's the resurrection and the life. He's the one that put the calling on you. He's the one that died for you and washed you in his blood. He's the one who you have your hope in. The reason uh, you're still here today is because you've got a Savior. Oh, it ain't going to be deep, but it's going to be powerful. Because if the enemy could, he would kill you. He wishes he could kill you. Your situation wishes it could kill you. But hey, let me tell you, they say, whatever don't kill you makes you stronger. But I say it like this, whatever don't kill you was a mistake on the enemy's part. Because after they stoned Paul and left him for dead, that's just chapter 14. Hey, he's got several things left to do. There's still an Ephesus waiting on him where he's going to preach to John's disciples and see them filled with the Holy Ghost and baptized in Jesus' name. Oh, there's still a shipwreck to endure. There's still uh, Paul and Silas night coming up where he's going to be praising and singing God praises to God in the middle of the prison and the jailer and all his house is going to be freed. There's still things for you to do yet. They stoned him, left him for dead, drug him out of the city, but he got up. But the important thing is, is that he didn't get up and run home and hide. He didn't get up and say, no more of this. It ain't worth it. Every stone was worth it. Every mile they dragged me through the street, it was worth it. Every bit of skin I lost while they was pulling me down that gravel road, it was worth it. Oh, he said he rose up and he got, got with his buddy Barnabas and departed. And he kept on preaching and he kept on praying and he kept on living for God. And he kept seeing miracles and he kept seeing signs and he kept seeing wonders. And God kept using them. Well, they left him for dead. How be it? How be it all things are possible <laughs> when God's on your side? 
Come on, how be it all things are possible when God's on your side. He was a chosen vessel is what the scripture says. The Bible says you're a chosen vessel. A chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation. And you got gifts and callings in your life. And, and guess what? Just because you get an anointing don't mean you don't get trouble. Just because you get a calling don't mean you ain't going to have heartache and pain. Don't mean you won't suffer loss. But just because you suffer loss, it don't mean that you lost. You might lose some things in this life, but you'll still win the victory. But you got to make a decision. What am I going to do after I get up? Am I running away and going back? Am I giving up? Am I quitting? Am I throwing in the towel? Or am I going to keep living for God? Am I going to keep my hands in the air? Am I going to keep my knees on the floor? Am I going to keep my voice lifted high to God? Am I going to keep preaching? Am I going to keep praying? Am I going to keep seeking? Am I going to keep believing in the one who loved me? Ah. Hey, hey, cancer, in case you're wondering, I'm still here. Hey, depression, hey, fear, in case you're wondering, I'm still here. And I still got a praise on my lips. I still got a song in my heart. I still got the Holy Ghost. (laughs) Hey, mistake. I'm still here. You didn't stop me. You tripped me up. But though a good man fall, he shall not be utterly cast down. In case you're wondering, rejoice not against me, O my enemy. For when I fall, I shall arise. Paul was laying down, but he rose up and he kept on preaching. Guess what? Oh, my enemy, in case you're wondering, I'm still here. Yeah, I've been battered and I've been bruised. I've been heartbroken. I've cried a lot of tears, but I'm still here. But I have rejoiced and I have shouted and I have danced and I have seen miracles and I will see miracles yet because I'm still here. Somebody ought to lift your hands and praise him right now. Oh, if he could kill you, he would. If he could take you out, it would. But it didn't. Oh, what a mistake. What a mistake that you didn't check my pulse. What a mistake that you didn't come finish the job. Because I'm going to get up and I'm going to go to Ephesus. And I'm going to find some of John's disciples. And I'm going to pray them through the Holy Ghost and baptize them in Jesus' name. They're going to beat me and whip me, but I'm still going to preach to that jailer and his house and see them saved. And you know what? Even when I get shipwrecked, I'm going to get bit by a serpent, but I'm going to pray for the king of that island, and he's going to be healed, and God's going to still do miracles because you don't get to say so. Your situation don't get to say so. Your sickness don't get to say so. The enemy of this world, of your flesh, of your salvation, he don't get to say so. But God's got to say so in your life. When I read this about Paul, it excites me because I know every one of us have gone through different things, trials and tests, and we've been hurt. There's been hurt in the world, hurt in the church, hurt in our families, sick in our bodies. All kind of, we, we don't have enough paper to write down all the things that we have gone through. And they left him for dead, supposing this was enough. 
the enemy just don't know how strong and how tough God's people really are. Let me tell you, God's people are tough. They're not hard-hearted. They're not mean, but they're tough. They're resilient. They keep going. They don't back down. They don't give up. They don't surrender. In the face of, of being cast into a fiery furnace, they'll say, I will not bow. At the threat of being cast into a den of lions, they'll say, I'm still going to pray because they have got a God on their side. Paul wrote in Romans 8 and 31, What shall we then say to these things? If God be for us, then who can be against us? Hey, in case you're wondering. I thought somebody would have hollered. In case you're wondering. There you go. Hey, you need to stand up and say that every day and every morning. Every time you get a, a report, every time you have a pain, every time you have a little heartache, you need to say, you know what? That hurts. Woo! That smarts. But you know what? I'm still here. Chosen generation called out of darkness into his marvelous light. Holy, acceptable unto God, anointed child of the Almighty. Oh, my goodness. Got the name of Jesus Christ on you. Bought with his blood, filled with his spirit. And if it wasn't for the God you serve, you wouldn't stand a chance. Woo! But if God be for us. In Psalm 118 and 6, the psalmist said, The Lord is on my side, and I will not fear what man can do unto me. If God's on my side, what can they really do? If God's on my side, what can they really do? They can stone you. They stoned Paul, but he got up. Let me tell you, God's got a reason for you existing today. God's got a call on your life. God didn't fill you with the Holy Ghost to be the enemy's punching bag and get kicked around by this world. In case you're wondering, I'm still here you may feel like you've been dragged around cast out left for dead maybe it's been some time where you just wondered will I make it at all but you're still you're going to still be going long after your problem's over long after your enemy has hit the road he, he just don't finish the job supposing he had been there they assumed he was dead. He, he, this was powerful enough to get him. But they don't know about the God you serve. They don't know about that anointing that's in your life. They don't know the, what's going on inside of you, how God uh, takes care of you. It doesn't matter where you find yourself. God is going to be for you. God is going to take care of you. In Psalm 138 and 7 and 8, very strange uh, uh, place to find revival. Though I walk in the midst of trouble. Thou wilt revive me. Thou shalt stretch forth thine hand against the wrath of my enemy. And your right hand shall save me. And then the Lord will perfect that which concerns me. Your mercy, O Lord, endures forever. I'm the work of his hands. He said, forsake not the work of your own hands. But he said, in the midst of trouble. I'm in the middle of it. Oh, but God's going to revive you. I'm in the midst of a terrible trial, Lord. The doctors are saying this. The lawyers are saying this. The people are saying this. And I'm, in, I'm really in, in, in a bad place. I'm really in the middle of a storm. But the Bible says God has his way in the whirlwind and in the storm. And, and God's going to perfect that that concerns you. Everybody I talk to seems like they're against me. 
every time I try to work it out this way, it backfires this way, and I'm in the middle of trouble. But you're still here. If you'll take a moment and just, hey, I'm still alive. I'm still going. God's going to perfect it. Sometimes that perfection comes uh, through the middle of trials and tests. Let patience have her perfect work. It says, well, tribulation worketh patience. You're going to go through some things, but it's not going to be the end of you. You're going to suffer some things, but it's not going to be the end of you. It's only so that you can prove that God is stronger and God is on your side. And if God be for you, who can be against you? In John 10 and 10, he said, you have an enemy of your soul. He's a thief and he comes to steal, kill, and destroy. I love this passage because he waits to give us the good news. Sometimes we just rather know, hey, he's there up front. But the thief, he's going to come and he's going to have his way for a little while. He's going to steal, kill, or destroy whatever he can do to wreck your life. But then the Lord said, I'm come. That you might have life and that more abundantly. When he's done doing all he can do. Then I'm going to show up. And if it needs fixing I'll fix it. If it needs healing I'll heal it. If it needs replacing I'll replace it. Because I come that you might have life. You know you can be in a coma and still have life. You can be unconscious and still have life. You can be paralyzed and still have life. That ain't what he's talking about. I'm just going to wake you up and you can lay there and watch the world pass you by. That's not what he's talking about. He said, I'm going to give you life more abundantly. So you can do the things I did and greater things can you do. You've prayed about it and the answer ain't there yet. That's okay. You're still here. This world will come against you because it don't like the Jesus you serve. It don't like you trying to stir revival up on UGA campus. And he may not even attack the field. He'll just attack you. Make one of your teachers be real ugly to you. Make somebody you ride the bus with look at you mean. Make one of your roommates go crazy. Make somebody in your class cuss you out or fuss you out. And think, what, 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 what did I do? You served God. <laughs> and the enemy don't like it. You're baptizing people in Jesus' name, and he don't like it. People getting filled with the Holy Ghost, and he don't like it. And so he's going to attack you. But you know what? We're still here. That kind of news that they got with Brother Paul the other day, I could have really got them. Now the cancer's in two lungs. But they're still here. And I watched his wife running laps around this church. I watched his daddy driving laps around this church. I watched his mama running laps around this church. I watched his kids coming out and worshiping and running. Oh, it was bad. But if you think that's going to stop us from believing, you got another thing coming. That was a bad report. But guess what? We're still here. We're still in the house of the Lord. We're still lifting up our voice. We're still praising God. When the enemy has done his best to get rid of you, Jesus said, here comes life. When he's done stealing, killing, and destroying, here comes life. When the stoning stops... 
when the enemy turns to walk away, you need to stand up and whistle at him and say, hey, bud, you stinking snake, you nasty liar, you filthy merchant of fear, I'm still here. And you ain't seen nothing yet. You stoned me while I was preaching and drug me out and thought I was dead. You just wait till I get to Ephesus. You just wait till I get to Rome. You just wait till I get to that island. You just wait till I get in that prison and I get a hold of that jailer. You ain't seen nothing yet. I got a few bruises and a few bumps, but I still got the Holy Ghost living inside of me. And it ain't going to stop the word. It ain't going to stop the gospel. And it ain't going to stop this anointing that God put on my life. Oh, he's walking. He said, they supposed he was dead. I just hear, got him. Got him. Got him. Ain't got to worry about Paul no more. Hey, still preaching. I'm still here. You ain't got me yet. Oh, kind of reminds me of when they was walking away after they looked up and saw Jesus hanging on that cross. Finally, finally, they put him in the grave. He was dead. But three days later, he rose up. And even his disciples supposed he was dead. He just popped in the room. Peace. I don't know how much peace was there, really. It might have came a few moments later, but I'm sure there was some instant fear. A few faint, and some people might have been vagling. I just fell out. Too much excitement. They thought they killed him. Oh, I'm still here. (laughs) I'm back. (laughs) And you ain't seen nothing yet. (laughs) I'm about to pour my spirit out in more people than you can number. (laughs) And oh, they're going to turn the world upside down. You ain't going to just have one (laughs) to deal with. You're going to have a whole army to deal with. Still here. Because if that showed me anything, when they beat Jesus and whipped Jesus and mocked Jesus and killed Jesus, when they had done all they could do to him, they had stole his dignity. They had taken his life and they had destroyed his body. But three days later, He said, if you destroy this temple in three days, I'll raise it up. Mm. You know, you hear it in songs, you hear different things, but how it must have been when he took the keys of death and hell and sure was hard to let go of them keys, wasn't it? Oh, my enemy. But he can't even resist the Lord. He gave us power over all the power of the enemy. He's going to try his best to take you out. And every, every trial won't be the same and every obstacle won't be the same. 
But Jesus is good for all of it. You're still here. You still got a mission. You still got something to do for God. There's still hope today for what God can do in your life. God's still working miracles today. You can rise to your feet. Honey, you can come to the music. In 2 Corinthians, Paul wrote this in chapter 4. He said, we are troubled on every side, but not distressed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. You know, a lot of things perplexed when you can't figure out. You don't know how this is going to end. It's, It's perplexing. You don't understand why. But he said, even though you can't understand it, you're not in despair. Man, we get in despair if we can't figure out how to program a a phone. We get crazy and we have to call a kid to do it. (laughs) But you just think about the little things that, that really... Your car starts making a funny noise and things like that. Man, you're like, oh, oh, great, great. That's it, great. That's probably a $10,000 bill or something. That's great. Just what I need. Another thing I need. In despair. But in this life, he said, there's something going on in the believer. They're troubled on every side, but they're not distressed, perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not forsaken. God never lets you go through it by yourself. You're cast down, but not destroyed. Always bearing about in the body, in this body, the dying of the Lord Jesus. So that the life also might be made manifest in our body. He's, the death was brutal and awful. But he went through the death so we could have the resurrection to show us how powerful he is and that he has power over even that final enemy, the grave. But when I read this, I I look and realize, so I'm always... Bearing about the the death, that death in this body. But it's not so that's all I can see. Trouble is not all you will see. Because he said, you're going to bear that so that the life can be made manifest. Jesus said, I come that you might have life and that more abundantly. Trouble is not all you'll see. And it's not all the world's going to see. They're going to see life. They're going to see you knocked down, but they're going to see you live. They're going to see you go through trouble, but they're going to see you stand. Because Jesus stood. Jesus kept going. So the life of Jesus will be made manifest in our body. You ain't going to always be about trouble. There's going to be some life. And that more abundantly. They can laugh at you, talk about you, accuse you, lie on you. They can cheat you. They can break your heart. They can kick you when you're down. They can stone you. They can hate you, cast you out, drag you through the muck and mire. But when they leave you, supposing they've done their best, and supposing that 
That's it. I took the life right out of them. You stand up, dust yourself off, and say, hey, in case you're wondering, I'm still here. And I'm still going to preach. And I'm still going to tell people about Jesus. And I'm still going to baptize people in Jesus' name. I'm still going to go on missions trips. I'm still going to, yeah. I'm still going to help the homeless. I'm going to feed the hungry. I'm going to pray for those that are sick. I'm still going to keep doing everything that Jesus asked me to do because I'm still here. So you tell that old accuser, that roaring lion, that that old serpent. You tell the world. You tell your flesh all these things that come against you. Hey, just in case you're wondering, I'm still here. God's on your side today. I told you it wasn't long. It wasn't even deep. But it's short of truth. Because the enemy's wanting to take you out. I wonder if I got anybody today that'll, hey, you may be struggling. You may be in the middle of your fight. But would you be willing to lift your hands and walk out to this altar today and say, hey, you know what? I'm still here. I've had some fear, but I'm still here. I've had some heartache, but I'm still here. I've got some trouble in some situations, but I am still here. I've been disappointed. I've been let down. <laughs> Woo! But I'm still here. I've made some mistakes. I've had some bad decisions in my life, but whoop, but I'm still here. I'm in the place where it can be made right. I'm in the place where I can be restored. I'm in the place where I can get strength for another day. <laughs> Woo! Come on, it ain't over. There's revivals yet to preach. There's prayers yet to be prayed. There's souls yet to be won. Come on, somebody. He should have killed you while he had the chance. Hallelujah. 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 Encourage one another in the altar. Pray for somebody. Pray strength in them. Pray blessing and anointing over them.
we're not done just yet. We're going to keep praying, but I want to tell you something. There's deliverance in this house right now. Not, this word was not meant to inspire only and just make us feel good, but to birth deliverance in this place today. And I'm telling you, for, for some in here today, there's complete and total deliverance. The Lord brought something to my attention just in the middle of service. I looked it up while Pastor was preaching and reminded me of the children of Israel at the edge of the Red Sea. And Moses spoke to him. He said, he said, don't be afraid. He said, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. He said, and the Egyptians which you've seen today, the Egyptians that have chased you, the Egyptians that have kept you in slavery and kept you in bondage and now seek to kill you and stop you from being delivered and being set free. He said, those Egyptians, he said, ye shall see no more again forever. And I'm telling you today in the Holy Ghost that for some of you, and you know who you are, the Lord is saying the thing that's been holding you down and keeping you in bondage. There's, there's things you'll have to deal with and fight and face yet, but this thing that's been holding you down, if you will receive it, and if you will believe, and if you will reach out your hands and receive this deliverance right now, I'm telling you, that thing that's chasing you, ye shall see no more again forever. I'm telling you, it'll be a definitive victory today, and you won't have to deal with it anymore. I'm telling you, if you'll receive it, there is definitive deliverance in this house right now. I wish you could press just a little further, just another couple minutes. Could you find somebody and pray with them? Could you lift up your voice? I'm telling you, there's no need. If you need deliverance, there's no need for you to walk out of here in bondage today. One more time, one more time. 
We're getting ready to baptize one, but the Lord just isn't finished yet. I wish that right now that every believer in this house, I know we've prayed, I know we've danced, but I wish that every believer in this house right now could lift up your voice and pray in the Holy Ghost. I feel like there just needs to be, oh, we need to let the Lord pray through us right now. I wish everyone that has the Holy Ghost could just pray in the Holy Ghost right now. If you need the Holy Ghost, you can have it. If you need the Holy Ghost, you can have it. Come on, believer. Come on, people of God. Could you, could you just press? Could you just press a little further right now? I'm telling you, there's deliverance. But before there's deliverance, there's a travail that goes forth. You got to push. You got to press. The Holy Ghost is still doing a work in this house right now. Can we just linger in the presence of the Lord? Can we just press a little further in the presence of the Lord right now? Oh, what do we come for today? beside you grab the hand of the one beside you and lift it up right now and could you worship together for just another moment just lift up lift up a shout of victory right now come on lift up a shout like you know it's been done like you know God's on your side like you know those Egyptians you're not gonna see them anymore forever like you know that there's deliverance Can we thank God for what's happening right now? Could you lift your voice and pray right now? Pray for this precious soul. Come on, as a church body, let's get behind her. Let's pray and lift her up right now. Let's pray together. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Oh, we thank you, Lord, for what's being done. Oh, we thank you so much. Can we lift our voice right now? Come on, all of heaven is rejoicing. The people of God ought to rejoice. We're fixing to have another going to get baptized in just a minute.
church, can we just linger in the presence of the Lord while we get ready to baptize another? Let's just linger and just keep a prayerful mindset. I know if you got to go, you can in Jesus' name, but can we just linger for a moment and just, just rejoice and be thankful for what's happening today? All right, church, just keep that prayerful mindset right now. Let's just, <laughs> sounds so cliche, but let's just bask in the presence of the Lord and just be thankful. really not any reason to leave this leave this place today without being baptized in Jesus name and I and people can say oh well now you, you can say that now but I knew this morning when I was I was here cleaning this baptistry this morning getting ready I knew already we planned on Mandy getting baptized today but I'm tell you what this fellow that's fixing to come get in this water I knew sure as I was cleaning this baptistry, I said, that boy is going to get in this baptistry today in Jesus' name. And we're going to pray God fill him with the Holy Ghost when he comes up out of the water. Praise God. Mm. Let me tell you, well, if you want Book of Acts Church, well, this is it. People repenting, people being baptized, people being filled with the Holy Ghost. Praise God. Well, there's power in the name of Jesus for every miracle you can think of, but the greatest is being saved. There's no other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. My, my. So if you hadn't been baptized in that name of Jesus, hey, we've got robes and towels. Might as well come on. If you believe that Jesus died for your sins and rose from the dead if you believe Jesus said he that believeth and is baptized shall be saved why not today why put it off why, why gamble with that why take a chance just about ready alright just about ready some of his family want to come on up here where they can see him
pray for this great young man right now. Let's pray together. Precious Lord, we thank you today for this step of faith. God, we ask you today to continue to bless him and lead him, Lord, in the things that are in your word and in the truth. I pray for his family, for his home, for his marriage. God, that you would just let your blessings be upon it every day. Lord, use them as a light and a witness in this world. Lord, we're going to see greater things because of this step of faith today. Keep him now in Jesus' name. God and on the profession of your faith I now baptize you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins Thank you Hallelujah. What a great regeneration weekend. People being filled with the Holy Ghost, people being baptized in Jesus' name. Glory to God. Glory to God. I'm so thankful today. Listen, what a service today. Why anybody wouldn't want to serve the Lord? I just can't fathom it. You know, they think we don't have no fun. They think we don't have a life. They just don't know. Because there's a joy that never goes away with serving God. And then sometimes it manifests and you just got to let it out. There's a joy unspeakable and it's full of glory. And I'm so thankful today that we've experienced that and watched these souls Live for God, serve Him with gladness, serve Him in expectation, serve Him in faith, trust Him. Hey, there's going to be some, some, some storm clouds, but there's going to be a lot of sunshine too. God's going to bring you through it. Amen? You just tell your problem. In case you're wondering, I'm still here. I love you. Have a great day. Prayer meeting tomorrow night. Oh, wait, hang on. Listen, I know everybody knows me, and you know I love to talk, right? Well, this was for me. I talk for a living. That's what I do. You don't understand. I try to worship God without a voice. It's horrible. But you know what? I'm still here. Yeah. I told Barbara. I told Barbara on the way to church I said listen we all go through our job, our job times you know what I'm saying when there are people look at you and go really you can't even worship
can't speak in tongues. You can't tell somebody about God. If I have to write it down. So, through it all, I'm still believing healing. And I'm still here. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Still here. Still going. Still believing. Still worshiping. Hallelujah. <laughs> Paul, Paul winded up telling that Corinthian church, he said, you know, the outward man's going to perish. He said, but the inward man's renewed day by day. And that's what the world don't get. <laughs> hey, you can take my stuff. You can touch my body. But you can't take what's inside of here. And as long as I got strength, that's going to be the lead. <laughs> I'm going to let the inner man take the lead. I'm going to worship, and I'm going to preach, and I'm going to pray, and I'm going to serve God. Amen. I'm thankful for you. Sweetie, we have one more that wants to be baptized in the name of Jesus. Come on, my brother. Woo! (laughs) Well, glory. (laughs) Now, Brother Drake... He just got to, got that revelation of the oneness about a week or so ago. Said he was in prayer and said he was praying about it, asking God. And he said it just came. God just showed it to him so clearly. That, that he said, there "Ain't no Trinity. Ain't no three. There's one." And uh, he so I I figured his his time for this water was coming. I seen him eyeballing it when he was out here. I seen some other ones eyeballing it too. I wonder where you at, but. Oh, help me now. It's, praise God. He's coming. Oh, he's on that side. We're waiting. Just go ahead and be thinking about it right now before you leave, before you walk out that door. Have you been baptized in the only saving name? The name of Jesus Christ. Praise God. Mm.
Get all the field. Get all the field. All our college kids come on up while he's getting ready.
Anybody else coming? Before I get out of this water. Of course, if you call me this evening, I'll come back. I might charge you, but no. Oh, my. I will. Hey, we ought to see this every week. And you know what? We will see it every week when we tell our friends and our loved ones about it. When, you start, when we start, you and me, all those together, start telling people about Jesus, about washing our sins away, you know what's going to happen? People are going to start coming to the house of the Lord, getting filled with the Holy Ghost, and getting baptized in that only name whereby you can be saved. Praise God. God bless you today. If ain't nobody else coming now, hold on. All right. Prayer meeting tomorrow night. First Monday night prayer and communion. So let's be here for that. Seven o'clock. Going to be a great time in Jesus' name. I love you and you can be dismissed.